Wake up, creatives. We're here to help small businesses think big. We're your source of entrepreneurial inspiration and real talk about running a modern small business. Feel frustrated at the lack of resources for startups? We're here to answer all your questions about what it takes to get your business off the ground, using social media as a tool and inspiring you not to give up along the way. You'll hear stories and practical advice from different talented entrepreneurs to help you to keep working towards your goals. We cover everything from networking tips to starting your own website. This is the JSL Podcast. Grab your coffee and let's grow. And here's the thing, and uh, this is this is probably the biggest one. I'm reading a book uh, right now about trapped emotions, and mm. uh, we don't recognize this, but we can be affected from trauma as early on as as we are an embryo within within the womb. Okay, wow. that is as early as we can be affected. I'm not even kidding. Okay, don't believe me. Google it, okay? Oh, these Seriously. things imprint on us. They change our it, the chemistry it of our does. body. Absolutely. So we have to recognize the Gosh. power that we have with the energy that we are we are sharing with our thoughts, with our actions, and with the words that we speak on not only ourselves, but the environment, our children, our bodies. Yeah, on because a cellular want, level. On, a, in, on an intracellular level, yes. Our it thoughts is, have so much power over that, so, though. And I am so passionate about The more that I read it, I'm just like absolutely amazed by this cancers cysts ovarian cysts there's all like different you know um traumas that get trapped different places mm-hmm. okay even throat cancer i mean mm-hmm. that has to do with trap traumas also like it is insane so you have to really think about this it's not just about like yay i'm changing my perspective and i'm gonna be happier that's a great that that's a small step no you have to address the things. underlying things the issues that you have before totally. you can be like oh i'm i'm pretty good like you have to address your trapped issues, of Yeah, course. and so look at people. yourself in the mirror and really analyze yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's easy to kind of be like, oh, well, now I'm a better person. But nobody ever talks about the hard stuff, you know, the crying, the late nights, the sleepless mornings when you wake up and don't feel like getting out of bed. Self-reflection is hard, but it, it I is. Think it's so important. It can be messy, but it's it's vital. It's important to actually truly, you know, changing your perspective. An you unexamined know? life is not worth living. Stephen Covey said that. I'm a big quote freak, so I think I've already said two. Maybe you've done one, Sarah. that's good. I just don't know who said them, but I remember a lot of them, unfortunately. I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to attribute that to myself. uh, Have you guys seen those memes online that are like, Abraham Lincoln said this, but it was like, there's no way. (laughs) Why do people do that? Oh, yeah. Fake news. Or Shakespeare. Something you're like, um, no. My favorite. favorite. Like Shakespeare, like, did it like your mom. I'm like, Shakespeare did not say your mom. But what if kids are seeing this and they're like, oh, yeah. Kids are are seeing this. And the kids are the ones that create. Gosh, we're going to get it started. (laughs) As much as I'm like, yes, technology, it's amazing. It's like some things, it's just not as good as you. It was made out to be, you know, in connection. Yeah, some ways it's good for connecting people, but how many people are always buried in their devices? Like, totally. Everybody. All it's the time. such a good idea. And I think this is good for everyone, not just entrepreneurs, but probably especially entrepreneurs. Have a day where you don't pick your phone up at all, put it on airplane mode, and do not look at it. So for me, it's the first hour of my day. Oh, yes, I'm, I'm down so, with that. Yeah, first yes. hour. Um, I know quite a few entrepreneurs uh, that, that do that. Yeah, you um, have to set really good boundaries. Jim Quick does it. I um, love Dave As- As- Aspen? Aspen? Asprey? Asprey. Asprey. Yeah. Oh, the yeah, bulletproof guy. Yeah, bulletproof. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he does that the first hour of your day. Just don't. And it's hard because you wake up, what do you do? You roll over, you turn your alarm off on your phone, and then you go straight to 
Instagram. I like to have my phone on airplane mode because I honestly sleep better if it's not on. And I swear it's because of some little waves that are coming. It from is. It, it is. It it's is. crazy. It actually affects. Yeah, your dreams. It affects and all your that. sleep. It's your circadian rhythm. It's true. We we need to be really aware how <laughs> how it affects us. So we have to regulate technology and use it as we to best suit our lives, not to fit like the world that's happening on you know on the web. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The internet. Yeah. Well, looping back around. Looping back around. I know we could we could go on and talk about this one too. Dang. <laughs> good stuff. Lots of good stuff. <laughs> Neat. So I mean, yeah. Ultimately, I think to recap, uh, the the biggest the biggest thing is just to remember that you have the power that you hold the key to your happiness. And we we a lot of times in life we walk around trying to give the key to other people. Oh, we need mm. to, we have to recognize that I have we hold my own that key. key. Exactly. And we, it's it's us that is in charge of it. Lindsay looks no, like she has no something one. to say because she's gesticulating over <laughs> there. No the finger. That's a finger. The finger. For those of you that can't see, the finger is coming out. Oh, I, I have a quote to share now. Can oh. you just make me think of it? No yes. one can make you feel inferior without, without your, your consent. consent. Oh, Eleanor yes, Roosevelt. Yes. Girl. Yes. Did you know that though? Preach it. The, yeah. Preach it to the skyline, sister. <laughs> mm. Amen. <laughs> okay, if you had to say like one or what's the been like the most traumatic events in your life that mm. have been something for you to deal with that maybe still hasn't gone away, like what would it be? Ooh. <sighs> I know mine. <laughs> it can I'm be anything. Mine's it. probably two things. I'm still dealing with it now. Well, like I'm still like I'm the s- hardest things in your life. Okay, well. Not it hasn't been the hardest, but recently the most difficult. Yes, um, my like breakup with oh. my last relationship was hard. For it was me. like your it's, first major relationship. It right? was. I was with this guy for six months. He broke up with me over a text message. No, a phone call. Well, and at it just better. at least it was <laughs> screwed me up though because I, I was like you so traumatic. It was though, because not everybody's gonna like, treat you the way you deserve, even when they're breaking up with you, I and that's know. a hard thing. But but, but pause, 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 me. pause, interjection. <laughs> Okay, interjection. I just heard this quote, and I really, really like it again. I'm so sorry, because I don't know who said it. I don't remember who said it, but... Okay, listen, okay? We are constantly teaching people how to treat us. Oh, I love that. I always say that. Oh, my gosh. I just thought about my past week, and I'm, like, angry because there's a couple people in my life that are not angry. I'm just a little, like, taken back because I'm like, why aren't they doing this or that? And then I look back, and I'll go, oh, my gosh. Actually, if I would have done this, if I would have done that, they wouldn't have done that boundaries. to me. Yeah, boundaries. boundaries super important super to set boundaries important. and intentions. Constantly. And you're constantly your like setting and resetting them with different Not people. Not bottling things. So probably yes. with your relationship lens, that guy was maybe bottling some things or... Oh, he definitely was. Yeah. He had a lot of issues that he was trying to work through. And honestly, I, I know, <laughs> I know, too. like, in retrospect, I totally, I, I know why he did what he did. Like, I understand because he came from, like, a lot of trauma himself that was unaddressed. And, like, he had a lot of trauma with his father and with his previous girlfriend who was abusive to him. Okay. Like, yeah. physically, together, physically and mesh. mentally. And I was like, I was like, oh, okay, I understand you. And he just didn't get that. Like, he didn't understand that no. I... I understood. Okay, but in the so same sense, you here's another thing, kids. All right, bro. We ha- this is why we have such a huge epidemic of you know it's crazy. We are the most technologically advanced we've ever been in society. Mm-hmm. Okay, our divorce rates are the highest they've ever been. Our suicide rates are the highest they've ever been. People are lonely. our heart attack rate. Everything is freaking 
higher. Why is that? It's because we have broken people getting re- in relationships with other broken people that are having broken babies, that are having mm. broken children after that, and so on and so forth. People and need so to the fix cycle themselves continues. first. Exactly. So I love you so much, but it's better that you guys aren't together because yeah. you are more mature than him. I can already tell. I know it's very true. And you need someone to challenge you, and that's true for a lot that, of That was the reason. He said that that was the reason that he broke up with me because he, he was intimidated by my success. That's, that's good then, though, too, because that shows a sign it does show some maturity I actually had a guy say that to me too he's like he's like I'm not on your level it felt like a cop-out at the time Uh, but looking back it's definitely true because he was not I mean he was like a year younger than me as well and he was just not ready to move forward in his life he wasn't ready to address those those hard things you know so so that was one and what's the other one you know bury their head in the sand totally (laughs) ostrich (laughs) (laughs) is it ostrich time it's ostrich time (laughs) (laughs) here comes that trauma Look out. Like their whole body out. Right. It's like a tiny little head. That's so funny. That's so funny. You're like, like, I can just picture that as a meme. He's like, uh, Phil, Phil, I can still, still, I can still, I, see, I can you. still see you. No, Phil. no, you He's can't. Like, Shut the fuck up. No, you can't. Yeah, Phil, you're right. I'm you're, not here. Okay. Just, oh just leave him. And then, and then every, on all the other ostriches come around. He's like, hey guys, well, what's wrong with Phil? Just, shh, just let him go. He just doesn't want to deal with his issues. <laughs> You can't do that. You can't just plug your ears and just la 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 as long as you want. Cause sure, I can't. Watch me. I'm just kidding. I mean, people, oh, people right, do that. People will live their whole life like that. They prefer to Maybe live in ignorance. Ignorance, you know? ignorance is bliss, but you gotta no. face the hard truth and get you get, get, get better. I think like, ignorance is idiocracy. Ooh, pretty. Girl, like, he'll keep going with all this. Oh my God. Oh, good, I good. mean, yes, you don't know what you don't know, but in the same breath, you know that you could learn. You know you can get better. Ooh. There's always room for improvement. So we should constantly be self-assessing. How can I get better in, like, all these different aspects of my life? Okay, be so a I, well-rounded person. Okay, I've taken a lot of this time. So you now, Sarah, you or Janelle, you talk about oh. a recent trauma that you went through that you haven't exactly worked through yet. Let's, a let's recent get real. trauma? Yeah, right. you, just, trauma. you asked me that question. Trauma. So you, no, I said over your whole life. Oh, over your whole life? I thought you said recent. No, I said the oh. most, like important or like the most difficult or something like that. Well, she chose recent, so you can change it. That's fine. Um, My heart, the hardest things probably in my life would have been like my parents' divorce and then my divorce. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I got married really young and my husband cheated on me. I was 20. Oh, shoot. I know, I was really young. young. And I met my ex in college and that was really hard. And then I was a single mom in college and I had like two years left to go, but I didn't stop and I'm glad I finished because it's so much harder to just like go back and that's what there's another quote that says like if you're going through hell just keep going so I just kept going because I yeah why would you stop when you're I didn't want to lose momentum you know just let me get through this and at Mm -hmm. least I'll have you know a bachelor's degree so I did and um and then another really hard thing did that I did that was like significant in my life was moving Mm -hmm. but I wanted to do that but it was hard since I didn't have a support system where I wanted to live Mm -hmm. that was really really hard I commuted for six months it was like an hour and a half each way and I was working like an eight-hour day. If there was traffic, I was probably driving like three or four hours a day. And I, I kind of wrecked my body. I like wrecked my health. I had no time to eat healthy or exercise. Or there was no work-life balance during that. I was just driving an hour and a half to work, working for eight hours, driving an hour and a half back. I'd get home at like 10 o'clock at night. My son was with the daycare lady like so much of the time. I hardly saw him. But I sacrificed and, and I did that. And I gained like 30 pounds when I was doing that because that's so unhealthy. Yeah. To just sit there like all day. But I was still working. But, you know, you're just, I was at an, a desk 
So I did that and then once it was over, I was able to move. So I finally started to like get back to a healthy space, but that was really, really hard. That was probably the hardest thing I've ever done. Wow. Yeah, but here I am and I'm now I'm where I want to be and growing our business. So yeah, you worked through it. I worked through it. It was really, really difficult, but I can say that I'm where I want to be now. So sacrifice. I love it. It's beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, of course. Uh, as far as m my traumas go, um, of course, the biggest one would be my mom's suicide. Mm -hmm. I mean, and my mom's suicide, and then, yeah, my parents divorced, too. Um, it didn't, I didn't know that it affected me until I got much older. You know, I was three years old when my parents got divorced. My dad did cheat on my mom also um, and ended up marrying the woman that he cheated on, which, of course, that was just built on a broken foundation, so you're not going <laughs> to, your marriage isn't going to work. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, I, and my dad never told me that he loved me growing up. He was like, you know, your guys' dad was the same way. Like, there's no, there's no affection. I remember running up and trying to hug my dad and it was like hugging a wall. Like, there was no, he would awkwardly pat my back. He just didn't know how, how, to, express to, how to express love. Yeah. And I would say, I love you, dad. And he would just like go like, mm-hmm, or you too. I think the, fir the first like handful of times when I actually remember my dad calling like saying that he loved me was probably when I was maybe eight nine ten like it started to get better because mm -hmm. I just didn't give up I just wanted to be loved so much and um so yeah uh I started after my mom pass passing uh and my mom I mean when I grew up I was growing up with her too she had fibromyalgia she had um five bulging discs total she had three in her lower back two in her neck uh, she was overweight, manic depressive also, so she had extreme highs and extreme lows in her thinking and her and her um, ability to love herself. She didn't have actually self-love. But uh, you know, I played I played mom a lot. I remember being five years old, um, coming home uh, or cu coming into the room and my mom would be sitting on the couch crying because uh, I, uh, I was sleeping, I'd hear her crying and I'd wake up, go into the room. And I see my mom sitting on the couch crying. And I remember walking up to my mom. And this is, this is a true story. I remember walking up to my mom. And I remember at five years old holding my mom, telling her, Mommy, it's going to be okay. Oh. Everything's going to be all right. And I had multiple moments like that throughout her life. Um, I, you know, she passed away when I was 14. But I didn't recognize that I always had that um, Kind of, uh, I don't know how you would describe it. Uh, it sounds like you would be in a caretaker role yeah, when you were just a kid. Exactly. And that can be difficult. I mean, if I learned how to cook, clean, laundry. All that. I remember my mom taking me downstairs, like, Sarah, you're going to learn how to do your laundry day in second grade. And I would t take my basket of clothes and my mom's basket of clothes downstairs. We lived in the second story. Downstairs, put the quarters in, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. No other kid was doing that. Second grade, and wow. Yeah, I'm barely, I, I mean, maybe like last year, Jaden was. I get dropped off by like friends of the family. I get I get dropped off by friends of the family at the house and just fend for myself. I learned how to cook and clean by going over to other. I learned how to cook by going over to other friends' house and seeing their moms cook. I'd come home and I'd try to do it on my own. Um, and yeah, and then after she passed away, um, I just made really poor decisions in dating men and just became very broken, um, drinking and not, not living an abundant life. Although on the surface, everyone thought that I was fine. I was extremely hurting. Well, you were probably trying and to numb the pain, however you Absolutely. Could. I wanted to be numb. I didn't want yeah. to feel anything. But here's the thing is, is you, you have to, you have to talk to people. Mm -hmm. You have to. And if I could go back... 
I, I would have. And there's, I, I know that it's it's scary to put yourself on the line and to bring your bring your feelings to the table and and all of that. But you seriously, you have to talk to someone, at least one person. And whether you have to go pay to find a therapist or you have a good friend a you good can trust, yeah. you've got to talk about you gotta it. You've got to get those feelings yeah, out. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I played a very, I was I was smart. And, I you know, I consider myself an intelligent person. I like, so growing up, I would, um, when, after my mom passed, my dad got me a therapist to talk to. But I would, I would bullshit the therapist and, you know, pretend like I was mm-hmm. okay until my, my, my dad's like, do you need to see a therapist still? And I told my dad, no. And it was just because I was a really good bullshitter. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But you you can't you can't honestly sugarcoat your 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 pain. You can't and you shouldn't. You absolutely should not. Because yeah. I mean, gosh, now I'm so grateful now that I I mean I did exactly what I encouraged um, those of you that are listening, you know, to, to look yourself in the mirror and to be real with yourself. I legit stood in front of the mirror and I remember alcoholic basically at 17 years old i was dating all the wrong types of guys i was broken i was a wreck and i remember looking myself in the mirror and saying what the hell is wrong with you what is wrong with you where is this hurt coming from and i you know i actually ended up meditating and just going backwards and backwards and backwards in my life and just breaking apart every trauma and every hurt that i've been through and then just deciding from that moment on, like, I am not going to continue this chain of brokenness because I refuse to pass down this hurt, this lack of self-confidence, this lack of self-love, this neglect, this insecurity, this pain. I refuse to pass that on to my future children, and I refuse to pour into the world that type of energy. See, and you made I that choice be, to do that. Because I want to be part of the construction of the universe. You broke the chain. Not the deconstruction, and we all hold that power. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening to the JSL Creatives Podcast. We hope you learned something new today and you're inspired to keep working towards your goals. Until next time.